Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast. This is the boy, Paul Frazier. That's Paul Frazier on YouTube. P-A-U-L-F-R-A-Z-I-E-R on YouTube. Right now, at this very second, which is January 5th, 2 o'clock in the morning. Is it the 5th or the 6th today? Oh, sorry. It is January 6th, Friday, 2023, at 2 o'clock in the morning, in the a.m. And now I am going to go on and explain to you my feelings and my thoughts of Lightyear, the movie. I want to say off by starting and saying that... I absolutely love how they start the movie by explaining to you that Andy from Toy Story, that, that, that this is the movie that he saw, which made him fall in love with the action figure that he got as a toy for his birthday or whatever. But going on to the movie... The reason why I personally like this movie so much is because Buzz Lightyear, who is a space ranger, is that he has a sole purpose in life, is that he's a space ranger, and for his mission... You know, all life is, is just a series of missions, right? And the main thing in the movie is to always finish the mission. And for this mission, which is in his, in his, in his experience is what? I think 10 or 15 space flights. And his mission is to find a fuel that can um, that can be stable enough to achieve light speed. And the determination that this character has to go back over and over and over again and sees almost nothing else, seeing like there's no distractions in his life whatsoever. And it's almost, it's almost kind of confusing, I guess, as a word of that is like, is, 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 is that like, because that takes so much effort and time and it's like it's like when when you're deciding to go like on a mission to have a mission as like an example like maybe you're going to like like open a business storefront it's like how how do you go from maybe that this is like a good idea to actually making the decision that you're going to follow through with this idea of like opening a storefront because that's going to, that's going to burn like all of your money. That's going to be 
just countless hours of trying to put this thing together. And it's like, I think, I think that is just like a, a, a personal issue with me of like deciding something of to know when to, to go full on with something to like, to decide that this is exactly what I'm going to do. And then, and then here comes the hard part of like, what I have a problem with is like putting all of your energy and all of your resources, all of your money into the mission. Because like, I'm a very indecisive person. And it's like, even with my YouTube channel, it's just like, 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 because I mean, it's like film production. And in my case vlogging and like, it's just like, I can literally burn all of my money and like, it's like the time and the effort to like find places where I can even like record at. So to see this character, Buzz Lightyear, just have no question at, at all, have absolutely no question at all. I need to make my coffee. Got it right here in my hand, in my disposable cup. With my instant coffee, I am now adding the water to the dried caffeine. And now it shall be mixed. But I, what annoys me too is that it's like once you do make the decision of that you're going to follow through with something like say like the business front you're going to open uh like a yogurt place or whatever it is it's like once you decide and you get almost a little bit too excited about it it's almost like people almost kind of get scared for you and in my unique situation of where there is no people in my way, you know, I don't have friends. I don't have family. It's like random people who, who I don't even know will even say, Oh, are you sure? Are you sure about that? I don't think that that's a good idea. And they come up with excuses, real legitimate excuses for me of why would I, why would I, um, it's like, I'm a grown man. Like I'm 26 years old. Why would I engage in the activity of making videos, film production? Like why of all things in the world, why this, is this my purpose in life? Because it's, it's not as simple as saying that I am Paul Frazier and making YouTube videos is my purpose in life. It's way beyond that. Because if you can, like, have a viewer, it's like me not even trying to, me not even trying to um, inspire somebody or influence somebody, not, not even trying to, but I just do something in a video 
that kind of triggers something positive in somebody's mind of like, holy crap, maybe I can do this. You know, like influence somebody. So it's just kind of weird to me to, to see this mo the, the most like straight edge person be so obsessed with finishing his mission, which is finding the fuel source. And what also shocked me because I'm getting very like addicted, um, getting very involved, getting very, um, interested in like the Avenger movies and Marvel and, and watching these storylines, correct? Like, I didn't know until I was watching like the commentary of Buzz Lightyear, the movie that he's voiced by Chris Evans, who is Captain America, who is a very straight edge, you know, straight laced um, person. Um, when I saw that, I was just like, who else could could play that character so perfectly? Like, he did it, like, phenomenally. Like, um... But I, I, I'm really doing these, um, reviews of movies to... I guess, explain to myself of, like, how it made me feel. And kind of... It feels so lame to say, but kind of, like, what I learned from the movie... Because, like, naturally, as, like, a human being, you gravitate towards, I guess, I guess the things that you like. And then when you're, like, you become your environment, you become the people who you hang around with, you become what you observe... Like, naturally, because, like, I, I find it, I find it kind of crazy how I could, like, be reading a book, and there are, like, hundreds to thousands of different words that are put together to make a sentence to make my brain understand something, and it's so weird that I can read all these different words and know, like, I can, like, I know English, right? Like, I know English, and I'm just like, it's like how I figured that out was just being in an environment of people who spoke English. And for the most part, they're not teaching me how to speak. It's just like you, you kind of nat naturally like absorb and understand like what's around your environment. So I'm trying to like pick movies with like heroes, like, like heroes, like heroic people and superheroes and people who are aspirational to create who I am as Paul Frazier. 
because I, I, I don't think I've ever had um, the opportunity to excavate my soul and 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 um going on to something else i found this dvd which is like an audio it's not a dvd it's like an audio thing and it's called grace and personally like like um with like the god and the churches and the religion and christianity and this and that it's like i'm not really kind of for it because when you get like such beautiful information it's like it gets corrupted so quickly by people who just want to make it difficult. It's just like, I think that we think that if it's like, if it's not difficult, then it's wrong. But it's like, no, that's not correct. But one thing that I did pick up from this pastor is, I, I guess he was saying that even God himself wants you to do things that you enjoy. You know, uh, uh, it's just like, and, and what I seem to enjoy is like, I really do like, like being in front of my camera. It's just like, I'm very natural at like being in front of my camera. And, I love speaking. I love talking, but only, but only through like some sort of electronic device and where I'm alone and I'm by myself because it's just like when I speak to other people, it's almost kind of like they just start like poking fun at me. Um, and I don't like that. And also, especially like when I'm thinking of something, I'm like, ooh, I got something like something amazing to say and I'm about to say it. And then someone like just cuts me off in the middle of like what I'm saying. And then I'm like, yeah, it's not really worth it to say it to this person. So I'm just not going to speak. So, I mean, I have been kind of opening up to the people in my company because, like, I like these people. So, like, I liked speaking to them. But there's, like, maybe, like, 90 different employees in my sector. And, like, every single site is different people. So, it's just, like, I'm learning to get... And I, I don't like two-faced people. So, when I realize that someone's two-faced, even when they're coming around with that happy and that jolly of the smiling and this and that, it's just, like, I just... I don't give them any of my energy because it's just not worth it. Because then they put me into um, an emotion of where I'm angry and I'm upset and... Uh, I don't like that. The only good use for anger is like when you're in the gym and when you can really hone into that very angry state of mind to, you know, lift the weight, which is a positive thing because you're um, nourishing your muscles. But I'd say 
Lightyear, this movie is a really strong 8.5 out of 10. The only thing that kind of confused me about it is because, um, huge spoiler alerts, but is like when Zerg was Lightyear, when, when he figures out that he's Lightyear from 50 years from now, it's like I didn't really kind of understand of how are there two different buzzes. Like, I, like, I didn't, like, honestly, like, I don't care. I don't, like, you don't need to explain it to me. Like, I don't got to go on Google and try to figure it out. Because I got the main gist of the movie. Of, like, even his quadrant of, like, of, like, where Buzz lives. Everything has his place. Everything is there for a purpose. And even, like, his meals. I was just, like, it's so perfect. It's like he lives in an environment where there is nothing in his way. Like there's not one thing that like stands in front of him other than the people who do, I guess, become corrupt. And then they're basically saying like, no, we're just going to hunker down here and build the laser shield, you know, and kind of encapsulating their entire world inside of like a shield. But then you see that when Zerg comes down, it's just like you trapped yourself. It's like you trapped yourself there by not going out and trying to be better. It's like you trapped yourself there by not going out and trying to explore. So going back to his quadrant, it's just like, it's almost like, um, it's simply designed for him to, you know, get ready, get prepped, put on his, um, his spacesuit, get ready. I'm pretty sure that they go down, they have a debrief of this. Did the ship get serviced? This and that. And then, all right, what are we doing? What's the mission? What are, what, what are, what's the plan? And the plan is to orbit the sun and then come back. And then to actually go out there, get in the ship. And then I'm pretty sure that he's ran through simulators thousands and thousands of times. But now it's like time to do the real mission and then just get up there, do it, and then come back. And then, you know, you you go, you take your shower, you get your sleep, and then you get ready. Then you get a new debrief, then you get back in there, and then, like, you do it over and over and over again. And it's like when you do something over and over and over again, it's just like you get better and better and better and better at it. But it's just like no matter what, you're going to become a master You're going to become a master at uh, doing things. You know, like a lot of old people, like some of them are, I would say, masters of manipulation. 
of when they see like a young, aspirational, energetic person who wants to go for something. It's like they're masters at putting that person down and putting thoughts into their head to not go for it. Like these old people are literally masters at it from their physiology to how they move their body to the tones of voice that they use to make sure that this young energetic person doesn't get what he seeks. So no matter what, you're going to become masters at something. But for me, it's just like, I'm trying to decide what I want to become a master at. And it seems, it seems that it's going to be YouTube. But for me, it just feels so... It almost feels like... Like, I really want to live my life how I want to live. Which, you know, in the upcoming years, I have a lot to do on YouTube. And I have so many plans for YouTube. Um, and fuck, I want to change my living situation. Um, and I want to be able to get out there. And if you know my stuff, like I'm a nighttime vlogger, I only vlog at nighttime because vlogging during the daytime is just simply too many people to manage. It's just too many like people like looking at me. Um, so, so to get, to make all the people go away, it's like, they're, it's like, you will be amazed. Like if you go out at like two o'clock in the morning, even like on like a Tuesday, it's just like, there's some places that are just completely desolate, you know, which is perfect for me. So I can go out there and I can practice, you know, I can practice making a video, doing the beginning, the middle and the ending of these videos. And I've been kind of thinking also almost writing two scripts at one time to lead into tomorrow's video. And I always love it because it's always like a mystery for me because like I have a rough idea of the video that I'm going to make, but it's always like... It's not real until I actually go out there and make the video. Yeah, I definitely took a lot from Lightyear. Lightyear was nice. Lightyear was very, very nice. So like I said, like this is like the third time that I've watched the video. And it was technically the third time because like the very first time that I watched it, I mean, it was so amazing and everything like that. And then the second time that I watched it, it was... No, no, this is the fourth time. This is the fourth time that I watched it. So the first time that I watched it, it was just the video. And I watched the entire movie. And then the second time was with the director, the producer, and I think the writer. 
it's like you're watching the movie and then they're narrating how they did this and how they came up with that idea and how, you know, how they made socks, the cat and all the different things that he can do. And like the, the, the people who made the movie, which is absolutely amazing that they did that literally watch the entire movie with you. And then they explain how they did like the entire thing. That was the second time that I watched the movie and I watched it the third time. Then this was the very, the, the fourth time I just finished it, uh, watching it up right now. Um, and yeah, that was the only thing that kind of, I was a little bit confused. Like how did, how did he, Oh, I got my coffee right here. Hold on, I need to go ahead and slurp down my cup of joe. Oh! Here we go. Because I only drink my coffee black. I don't add sugar and creamer because it's just too much. My philosophy on drinking coffee... Hold on. Oh. oh, God. My philosophy on drinking coffee is that if you add, like, a whole bunch of sugar and, like, creamer to it, it's like you get the spike of energy, and then the sugar and creamer causes you to crash later on. But if you don't add the sugar and you don't add the creamer, then you just have, like, a very, very slow decline of the energy and it's just like why are you drinking coffee in the first place it's like to get energy so why are you anywho this movie was an absolute success i would have to say it was absolutely amazing i love how they put it together and even even in the ending when they have like that new ship and it looks like the ship that the toy lightyear comes out of in the movie toy story I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I'm wondering, I didn't check yet. I think, I think, hey, that motherfucker just ran a red light. I saw you and I can't see him anymore. Okay. Um, he ran a red light and that is illegal. And our entire society is run by laws and you just broke one, sir. So you are very lucky that I am not a police officer, or else I would probably just let it go. Um, you know, when I used to be like a little bit fit, and you know, since I do security, some people, you know, they, they would suggest, which is like a normal thing. I'm not saying like this is like a, like a stab at me or like these people are like were mean or whatever. But it's like some people will say, "Hey, why don't you become a police officer?" But um, other than like glazing over the um, the hatred that the citizens have for police officers nowadays. Glazing over that, um, it's really just not, like, in my personality, um, to, like, be a police officer. Because to, like, be a police officer, I think that you have to have such a strong level of command. 
And I really don't have that. I really don't have like a strong sense of like strong sense of command. Like, hey, do this. And like the people just always every time I'm like, hey, do this. They do the opposite. You know, like if there's like a, a a good cop and a bad cop, like I'm always a good cop. I'm always like the nice. The thing is, like I am, I'm pretty damn good at following the path of truth. That is, that's what I'm pretty good at. I'm pretty good at telling the truth, regardless if it's controversial or not. And boy, I, I tell people what I think. Not people in real life, but mainly in through YouTube videos. Uh, what was I making this podcast for again? Yeah. Put plain and simply, yeah, it was it was it was amazing to see a man who has such a strong sense of purpose and not just having the strong sense of purpose and knowing exactly what he needs to do, but following through with it every single day. It's like, fuck, man, I wish I had that. I wish that I had that. And I hope to grow that inside of my body that I am the chief of my life. I am the CEO. I am the chairman of the board. I am the president. I am the leader. I am the father. I am the mother. I am the child of my life. I am the alpha and the omega. I am the everything in my life. No one does anything for me. No one should have to do anything for me. It's just like, I am the commander. There's nobody above me in my life in ruling my life. And it's just like, that's a huge responsibility because I am a human being. It's just like, that takes a lot of maintenance. You know, it's just like, I have this human body and it's like, you have to, you know, like take a shower every single day. It's like, you have to eat every single day. In my case, I eat a little bit too much every single day. And it's just like, you have to get a haircut and it's just like, you have to go and buy clothing. And it's just like, you have to, you have to build, I have to build my own life because there's like, when you have like, I'd say like a mother type figure, or if you have like a girlfriend in your life, they typically do a lot of the... They typically do a lot of the planning, I guess, you know, they go out and they like buy a couch and like the lampstand and then the lamp and they design the house and they do the taxes for you. They, um, they buy clothing for you, you know, they, Oh, would you like this or this or that? And fucking, they make the chief decisions of, Oh, what are we going to eat tonight? 
And it's like, I've noticed that like a lot of women take over a lot of the roles for the men. So the men is typically just kind of there as like the piggy bank, you know, it's like men are just kind of like the person who is like, goes out there and makes money. You know, and then the wife, the wife is just simply there to, I mean, I hate, I hate so much how like a lot of mother, oh, I'm a mother. Oh, I'm a mom. It's like, and typically like when you actually look at them, they're typically just sitting there on the couch doing nothing. The mother is playing on their phone, not even like paying attention. I saw this mother and her daughter at the grocery store the other day and it really disturbed me because the daughter's like right at that age to where they kind of separate from the parents and then they ignore the parents and then they're typically just focused on social media and like this daughter was like mom 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 like like begging and pleading for the mother to, for the mother to just acknowledge her and the mother was just ignoring her and the mother was just playing on her phone. And I'm just like, in a few years, it's going to be completely the opposite role. And the mother's not smart enough to see that. Like, I, I, I was just like, that was just so sad to just see this mother ignoring her daughter but that has absolutely nothing to do with me, so I'm just going to go ahead and glaze over that. The point is, I'm the entire, I'm the entire, I'm the guy. I'm the boy. I'm that guy. Trust me. Like, like, it's just like, I'm the everything and it's like, granted, it is kind of like exhausting because, you know, like you get off like work and then you realize you have to like do your laundry. And instead of just going and passing out on your bed and doing nothing, you realize that you still need to do those chores because because if you don't do it, it's like, what are you going to do? Show up to work stinking, smelling like a dirty rutabaga? Absolutely not. When you show up at work, you should be your most professional that you can possibly do. If you didn't have enough time to shave, then like that's, you know, whatever. But like you cannot be showing up to work smelling like of sweat and and of dirty clothing. Like that's an absolute no-go, my guy. Like, so... So in order not to do that, it's just like, I have to be like, like more responsible because like, I realize like, I am like, just like a big child. Like I'm like a big kid and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with like being a big kid, you know, like having fun, doing destructive things and everything like that. But it's like, as soon as you, you know, you, 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 or me, I go to Home Depot and I buy like a big piece of glass or something and I need to shatter it for a video. It's like, that's perfectly fine, but make sure that you clean up afterwards. 
I remember that was like that was that was the the huge a uh, huge thing for my father for my dad. It was like so amazing because he was like a construction worker, and he has he had when when we used to live um, in Marietta. And we lived in that house for like, I think like 13 years, all of my childhood, you know, growing up, we lived in that house and we were, it was an actual household to like where you're fully settled in. And he had like this huge workbench and he had this arsenal of tools and I never, I never like, like learned that when we were living there, I never learned, like he would say to me and very, and, and like very nicely, but kind of stern, like Paul is perfectly fine that you use the tools, but make sure to put them away when you're done. And I would like, I don't believe that I was this guy at that young. I feel, I still feel like almost like a, I was like a larva, you know, and like I would use all the tools and then I would just leave them all out. And in my mind, I'm just like, well, I'm not done with it. <laughs> I'm not done doing the thing, but I mean, I was done, but oh, please. <sighs> Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, skeezies. Somebody's doing something wrong. Or, well, I don't really know that. Maybe it was someone got into a car accident and he's rushing to the scene. But, but... But, 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 yes, I am still teaching myself to do the most minuscule things ever. And I think I'm finding the problem with it. The problem right now, I think is like my diet. Because I notice like every single time that I eat, I eat way too much. But the thing is, is like, I've, I've been noticing that and then I'll eat a little bit less, but then I'll finish eating that and I'll still be hungry and then I'll go out and then eat way too much. So instead of just eating way too much, I've eaten way too much and I've eaten the, like the other small meal. So, so, I mean, this, this is very difficult for me, honestly. Um, but like I said, I'm figuring it out. I'm not going to give up. I had some horrible thing, some horrible feelings earlier of like, you know, like it was revolving around like, Oh, what's the point of life? Like, why am I doing all this? All that shit. And I was just like. I don't think, you know, like it didn't get to the point to like, like the suicidal thoughts aren't like a thing 
really too much with me because I think of like, like suicide, right? So maybe you go ahead and you drink some bleach or something. But what if, what if it doesn't kill you? And like, you literally just burn like your whole esophagus and like, you just have to live or like, I remember like, like I seen like those websites, like when I was in high school of like, where it will show like actual dead bodies and everything like that. And I, I still have like this haunting image of like this person who tried to do suicide and like he shot himself in the face and like one of his eyeballs was complete. It was like this huge gaping hole in his face. And like, he just had one eye and like the eye was like blinking. And I'm just like, what if like, what if like, say if I, if I got a gun, which I'm not allowed to have guns because I went in a psychotic ward, and then once you're in a psychotic ward, you can't get a firearm for the next five years. But I'm like, what if I got, like, a gun and shot myself and I live? And then for the rest of my life, I'm just scarred horribly. So that's why I can't do a suicide. Like, it's like the what if you survive. Like, what if you jump off a building and you survive? Like, you're just crippled for the rest of your life. And you just take a situation that was bad and you made it 10,000 times worse. So, so, so that's one thing that keeps me on this planet. But... It wasn't really that I wasn't, I wasn't thinking suicide. I was just like, I was just like, this is just so arduous. It's just so painful of like being like this human being, but it's it's too perfect. Like life is just too perfect. Like, it's like, you know, you have the yin and the yang, the good and the bad, and then you you get yourself into um, a, a cloud of bad thoughts and then and then it gets good again and then your life is good and everything's looking up but then it gets bad again and then it, it feels like my mind is in a very healthy place right now because the extremes aren't too extreme, but they're not, it's not like if it's a video game, it's not on the easy side to where like it feels very, very bad. And then it comes back to the center and then it gets only like a little bit good. Say if the right is bad and then the left is good, it goes to level 10 uh, on the bad side. And then it comes back to the center And then it goes to the left side and then it only goes to like a three of like, it's not getting too good, but it's good enough to motivate me to keep going with like life in general.
I think it's because I haven't like been working and I took this vacation and and it's just like now I'm going to start working again and I think that that's going to really level me out. I think that's going to be really good for me. Because, I don't know, it feels like too much time off. So, actually starting tomorrow, tomorrow is my very first day back at work. So, that's going to be really, really good for me. And I, I really like it because I remember, like, way back in, like, high school of, like, you know, you're on summer vacation and it's, like, tomorrow you got to go. You, like, get really, really nervous and you feel, like, bad and almost like a sickness in your stomach of like, fuck, you got to go back to school. And I kind of felt like the same that like like that with with other jobs. But with this job, I kind of feel like almost excited with it. It's more of an emotion of just feels completely normal and of like a thank God that I have something that I can put my energies into because I don't know, like stopping making YouTube videos. It's just like I kind of spill over into this podcast thing of like where I need to speak because you know, like, I don't have anybody to speak to. And even when there are people to speak to, it's not worth it. Like, there are so many bad people out there. Up to the point where, like, they're not, like, technically bad people on, like, the side of, like, Hitler. Like, they're not, like that kind of bad people they're bad people of like they almost steal the energy from you and steal your confidence from you they steal that's that's like the worst thing that you can steal from a person is their confidence because then they question everything of like what what is worth it they just look at you, at least they look at me like I'm just stupid. And I am stupid, so it is like, it's validated, but I know that I can do some good. I knew that I can do some good on this planet. I know that I can do some good, and in order to do that good, it takes a lot of training, it takes a lot of writing, it takes a lot of preparation and you need a lot of energy and confidence to prepare to do that good. And it's, you got to do so much good. You got to do a hundred goods to even get one person to notice. And it takes so much confidence that like when random people just random people in the grocery store. They stop to like just make a random comment about this or that or like whatever. It's like, and then they steal my confidence from me. And, and then I don't want to do good. I just want to do nothing. And it's like, the more that you do of anything, the more that you do it. 
So, so it's like if you're smoking cigarettes and you're smoking one a day, it's like the more that you do it, the more that you do it. So by the end of the year, you're going to be smoking two packs a day because it's never enough. It's never enough because it's a Band-Aid situation. And Band-Aid situations are very, very quick when you need surgery. And to get the surgery is a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. That you got to call the hospital, you know, tell them that you need surgery, and you got to plan a date. And then, oh, it gets pushed back to a different date. And then, oh, shit, that's going to be the day that you have to go to work. So you have to reschedule again. And then, even that once you get into the hospital, it's like they have to clean the wound. And then they have to take out some parts of this, of the skin, so they can sew you up. And then even once you're all sewed up and you're out of it, it's still going to take the next couple of months to heal up. It's like, but you keep on going for, you keep on putting band-aids on it. Keep on putting band-aids on it. And that's not going to help. So, so, so this upcoming working season for me, because I'm definitely going to start taking vacations right now. I've never taken vacations in, like, my working life. Because even now, it kind of feels like, oh, you can't do that. You know, when it's kind of mandatory. So... In making myself, in healing myself, and becoming a, not even a better version of myself, but even becoming a version of what a Paul Frazier is, it's like, now looking forward, every single year, I'm going to take two weeks off, which is normal, you know, to get that nice reset, to, to get that feeling of where you have your energy and your readiness and your confidence back. And to, um, what I realized, you know, like you gotta, cause I don't have time, you know, like when I'm working, it is go time. Cause every single time that I wake up, it's just like, I gotta prep my gym bag. I gotta go to the gym I got to take a shower and then go to work. So it's just like, I don't have time to like, oh shit, like I need new slacks. You know, like I realized that I needed some new slacks. So I went ahead and my old slacks are still good to go, but they are getting a little bit old, but I bought these new slacks. So as soon as like save the button, of that, those slacks break or something like that, I'm already ready to go. So, so I need that two weeks off to even realize like, Oh shit. Yeah. You're going to need, you're going to need to prepare because like once you, once you take a vacation and you're me, it's just like, you know, I could imagine like, 
you know, if you have like a little family and your wife and your kids, they hear, oh, you're going to be on vacation. That means that we're all going on vacation. And then you have to plan like going to Disney or something like that, which is just more work for you, which is just draining you more, which I think is just stupid. It's like, give the guy a break. Like, fuck. But it's like in my situation where, you know, it's just me, no wife, no kids. It's just like I actually get time to sit back, relax, sleep. You know, like, (laughs) that's basically all I do is I wake up, I go get a whole ass pizza. I eat it. I fall asleep and then I wake up and then I go get some sushi and then fall back to sleep and, <laughs> and, you know, just relax, you know, and actually take a, a nice little vacation. Oh, that was really nice, but it's like now I am ready. I am prepared for this working season, which is, let's see, it's 365 minus 14 is 351 351 yeah 351 so for the next 351 days it is go time baby like i am ready like i'm ready to jump back in there to um, go do my job, make my money, and um, hopefully I can just focus blindly on that of of my job, of my work. Because as a man, you need work. Or else then you fall apart. Goodbye.